Previously on Dice Paper Roll. Drawn from a barrel, the innkeeper's sword. Into the street, blade to blade with the horde. The boss of the goblins sacrificed his kin. A cowardly brute, he paid with his skin. The goblins defeated the township ablaze. The remaining townsfolk by our heroes were saved. But not all of Limburger escaped a cruel fate. Death for poor Dale. You know, Brackeye's mate. To save his daughter, bound by a tear, the party agreed and hoped she was near. Back to Dice Paper Roll, episode four. My name is Emil, and I'm playing Brackeye the Goliath Barbarian. My name is Greg, and I'm playing Alan Aaron Aeon, an Aasimar sorcerer of Helm. My name's Ben, and I'm playing Snatch the Halfling Rogue. My name's Jack, and I'm playing Ariki's Song, and I'm playing a Tiefling Bard. I'm level two now. Yeah, we are yeah, all level, level two. two. So ching, level up. That's I... the characters. Let's talk. <laughs> let's meet our DM. <laughs> I've written and... fart traveler. <laughs> oh my, I didn't do that on purpose. your background. Not yeah. fart traveler. No, I'm fart a fart traveler. traveler. <laughs> but it looks like fart traveler. <laughs> <laughs> and I get everywhere by passing gas. Yeah, well, yeah, like in that Swiss Army man. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> on that, you know, fart traveling note, uh, Danny. <laughs> the segue, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that segue. That was like seamless. Speaking of shit, <laughs> being passed through the air. Uh, uh, yes, I am Dan. I am the DM uh, for today's game. Um, yeah, still getting into getting into the role. First time DMing and all that sort of jazz, but um, yeah, doing Did, a superb job. Doing great. Yeah. Hashtag twenty levels. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Greg and I aren't needed. Uh, it's all hashtag Danny. Daddy 20 level. Hashtag <laughs> Danny 20 level. Oh, God, no. I knew you were going to put that on the official record. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, it's, uh, that's definitely sticking So, for those who don't My necessarily know what. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, right. We're talking, about, uh, we're talking about potentially doing several DMs over the course of the campaign. And uh, Greg likes Danny's DM style. Greg's a lazy bastard. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lazy, lazy bastard as well. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm encouraging Danny to continue his DMing, which I think is going great. I will continue it. It Hashtag. will just be broken up by you guys. Hashtag toilets. Those of you listening at home can't see Danny. He's gone rather pale at the prospect. I already made that joke. Oh, did you? I didn't. Yeah. I'm going to cut it out later anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't cut it out. <laughs> And I'm already pale, so it's alright. Sure. <laughs> like Jack's character. Hey. Oh, oh, there it is. is. Yeah, we realise we have potentially neglected a little bit of character description, but I think that it'll... It'll come. It'll work itself through. Like, or you might just shit. imagine, and then when we do finally reveal it to you, you're going to be surprised yeah. and angry. And, and like one of those... please send that to <laughs> no one but us. <laughs> It'd be like one of those films that was a book first, and you read, and then they cast someone heinous in one of the roles. Mm, it's like, yeah. it's not how I imagine that person. Yeah. yeah. 
ruined it. Yeah, we'll kill that for you. We'll do that. For yeah. You. yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we like to we like to outsource the imagination to you. But listen, nothing. well, Jack's doing a bunch of artwork for it. He's already agreed to it. And <laughs> <laughs> like, essentially, no money turned. Yeah, it's amazing. So good, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Yeah. Really, it's a good sponsorship. Oh. <laughs> it is incredible. Um, what's happening next door today, Emil? Oh, we got a little bit of a, a, a shindig next door. There's a few few sweet tunes. Permeating the plasterboard. Dropping some fat beats. Yeah. So yeah. If you hear some banging house blaring. Then just speakers. enjoy it. Just really <laughs> yeah, sit just... back, chill out. And you probably, you know, the podcast might bore you, so you might just listen back and, you know, kick it off to Darude Sandstorm or something. Nothing says D and D podcast <laughs> like, like Darude Sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 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 and the characters are all caught. In a sandstorm. Oh. And then naked, so it's a rude sound. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Push that boat back. It's a rude. Push it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a stretch. Just got a gun. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well let's yeah, let's let's jump into it. So <laughs> alright. At the end of the last game, the town of Lynnborough was uh, burning and you guys have escaped the boar's tusk, fought some goblins. Uh, the family that uh, Alan had saved is now going to be going to the city, the city which I couldn't remember the last time, which is Greymead. What? No, don't tell us that. I'm pretending not to know that. I'm going to forget about it. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't know, you don't know it that. yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I've got it. I'm just so everybody knows I've got it. I've got it this time around. It was there. It was in my notes. I just couldn't find so it. Right. So they go to. Right. So they go to the city of Raybleed. Raybleed. <laughs> Rabies. Yeah. That's city of Rabies. Yes. Rabies. 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 And cut. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. Yes, uh, Bruvel had uh, volunteered to actually take the family to the city of Greymead. And uh, at this point, so it was a father, a mother, and two children. And the father turns to Bruvel and says to him, Bruvel, you have to look after Emily. You have to find her. I will take care of my family. You look after yours. Go with these people. And so Bruvel shakes hands with him and says, Thank you, Jonathan. I'll do what I can. Get to Greymead safely. And with that, you guys start to head down the street. The village all engulfed in flames. The morning sun starting to rise. And you start to move further down. You can see Gardas. He's a little bit further down the um, street because he's going to start looking for the tracks. And as you are walking down the street, you hear a and you see the chapel of Palor under the engulfing flames collapse. Can everyone roll a dexterity check? Uh, Brackeye, because you now have danger sense, you can have advantage on that one. Well, that's lovely. Uh, 14. 14. 21. 21, nice. 18. Uh, 20. Alright, well, yeah. Uh, you see the uh, collapsing chapel, the stonework, and the uh, the bell tower collapses first, 
and starts cascading down into the middle of the street. But how, you're gonna, how far away from us? Uh, so it's about uh, about thirty feet ahead of you. Okay. Um, Gardas is a bit further ahead than that. Um, he's about uh, fifty feet ahead, so he wasn't in amongst it. The... Saved by the bell. <laughs> hey. Funny bar, don't you? It is apparent that this uh, village is falling apart and you guys need to start moving. Do we, like, walk away from it really slowly? Like, it doesn't bother us? Like, there's a huge explosion going off in the background? I think we should walk... Just cut to the shots in front of us. Yeah, like, we're all striding towards the camera. Kind of slow motion as well. The ash falling from the sky like snow. Nobody even looks at each other. This is where we need next-door neighbour to play pendulum. That Darude sandstorm, bro. Alright. <laughs> Bell tower falling around as well. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So, crumbled and fell to the street in front of us. Is it cut off or.? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's now uh, burning rubble in the middle of the street. Gardas is on the other side, and there is there is small little kind of laneways and alleyways in between the buildings, but all the buildings are currently on fire. That would be, I guess, considered difficult terrain ahead of you. Flaming, burning debris. Can we go round to one side, or is the whole road blocked off? Uh, so pretty much, yeah. It's because it was on the left-hand side. It sort of dissipates a little bit more on the right-hand side of the street. But yes, Broke, I think it's time to run. No, I'm not staying in here. It's getting bloody hot. I'm gonna hitch up my robe and hot-footed. Yeah, white legs, sandaled feet, flashing in the in the morning sun. You clear the way, Broke. I'll follow. Do you need? Do you need some claws on M- Master Sorcerer? I put my robe on. Oh, did you? Yeah, I tied it up. Ah. Yeah. So Only just then, though, when he yeah, knelt only, down to... It is looking particularly see-through. Yeah, it's... it's uh, <laughs> well, it was, because it was it was open. <laughs> you know. You've got, like, one of those Perspex raincoats on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, completely see-through. Just <laughs> naked. Yeah. yeah. Enough talk, let's go! Yeah, that definitely makes Snats run at the idea of that. <laughs> Alright, so you guys... Wait, guys, where are you going? You, you, you all start uh, rushing around the uh, right-hand side of the debris. Could you all roll... Uh, so, you can either do athletics or acrobatics, depending on if you'd prefer to do strength or... Acrobatics for me. Dexterity. 19. 13. 16? 16? 13. 13. 19 for me. 19? 5. 5? But with a natural 1. With a natural 1. Um, awesome. I'm going to jump into the air. I want to like, I'm going to try and scramble up like one of the houses and jump from roof to roof. Right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So the the party uh, runs up towards the debris, and uh, Brackeye taking the lead just takes a, just a solid running leap and just dives over the um, broken uh, church bell. Uh, flames licking up the side, passes straight through the flames and out the other side. Lands three point landing. You know, crouched down in the dirt. Snatch just um, quickly runs up, dives along the one of the buildings and kind of does like a little bit of a wall run, bit of a parkour, just like diving off um, like poles and that sort of thing, just leaping from bit to bit. And Alan just kind of just walks up to it and just sort of just does a nice leap and 
flip over, barrel roll out of it, and just kind of with both arms up. Ta -da! <laughs> I clap at the side. They hold up a little scorecard with a ten. <laughs> Gymnast uh, um, tumble through, and then uh, yeah, Ariki goes to start trying to climb up onto the rooftop of one of the buildings even though it is engulfed in flames. <laughs> and so starts getting, you start climbing up and you get close to the roof and as you grab onto the top, the guttering of the building gives way and you just fall backwards. And Rocco then, attempts to catch you, for sure. As, like, so as you're diving, jumping well, through say, the... Um, so, yeah, he's, he's, dove, he's dove through and he's landed and then sees it and rushes to just try and make a catch. Okay, um, alright, uh, roll, uh, roll something. Do, do a straight dex check. Not good. Three. <laughs> <laughs> so, dive through my drums. So as like in slow mo, um, you sort of see Ariki, uh, the uh, gutter snap away, and she starts falling backwards, being weighed down by the heavy drum strapped to her back. And you kind of like you see it happen, and you lift a hand, and it was just. Yeah, you just sort of lift up a hand and go, oh, and just watch it fall. <laughs> it's like thinking about helping someone and going, oh, oh, oh nah. yeah, well, uh, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, so you uh, fall onto the burning, um, onto the burning stones, and burning stones, burning stones. Oh well, yeah, amongst all the broken wood and whatnot, and uh, you take. Uh, one point of bludgeoning Ooh, damage, burning stone falling damage. damage, and then another three points of fire damage. And 472 points of magma damage. <laughs> <laughs> that would kill me. Yes. Um, so wait, so in total I lose four points. Four points of uh, damage and you are currently on fire. So you have to uh, spend an action to put out the flames. I would like to spend an action putting out the flames. Uh, awesome. uh, no, yeah, it's, it's just a... What are you an doing, Ariki? <laughs> so, oh, um, oh, oh. Right, she's fallen into the burning hot stones. <gasps> she's on fire. I thought about hurting her, but I didn't. Helping. Helping. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can help uh, try and quench the... Like, put out the flames. Yeah, but clumsily. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, so you've you've fallen um, backwards onto the stones and you've rolled off and now um, some of your clothes catch fire and you just roll around in the dirt a bit frantically just trying yeah. to put out the flames <laughs> and while Brackeye just comes up and just sort of starts smacking you in the face. Can can I roll to see if it's in like in time? Like if I'm doing all of that in time to a beat? In t yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, do a performance check. There's <laughs> <laughs> another one. It's natural one. Off to a great start. You're not gonna die at all. It's <laughs> alright, just get the ones out of the way. Yeah, yeah. There is there is no rhythm to it. You're just like I'm frantically just screaming. screaming and just like rolling around. Um yeah, it hurt. Yeah, okay. Uh but anyway, you dust yourself off, you put the flames out. And you rush up. Yeah, you all uh, move towards Gardas, who has moved towards the north north end of the the village. Um, and he's currently uh, he heard the the church collapse, um, but didn't notice everything else because he's too busy looking at the the tracks. What uh, do you see, Gardas? Where have they gone? 
Well, it seems that they have moved into the tree lines. They've tried to hide their numbers. They've they've uh, spread out. There does seem to be a few larger little groups, and I can see um, drag marks where they have the prisoners. Uh, does does anyone have anything to help me with my uh, wounds? Sorry, I, I'm that's sorry. also I, I, important. I, I, I can't help you out. I'm sorry. Are you feeling all right? Well, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. How under the weather are you feeling? Do you need immediate first aid? That would be ideal. I'm sure I've got some bandages here somewhere. No. No, I don't. No, looking at my sheet, no, I do not have any bandages. <laughs> so, uh, Ariki's face is just kind of like, you can see fresh skin being exposed just from like the different like burn marks. And, oh, actually, as a... Um, I, I do have fire resistance, actually. You do have fire resistance, don't you, as, yeah. a, as a tiefling. So you actually only took one point of um, bludgeoning damage. Were her clothes strategically and... burned? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no! I mean, strategically in terms of the best, mo- 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 you know, mobility. mobility. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, no, so, some of her when... her cloak is uh, smouldering, and there are um, aspects of of uh, your outfit that is uh, burnt, but uh, nothing burnt to do with the pants into a pair of chaps. Or... <laughs> Does that happen to Ricky? Um, well, it's certainly a lot more worn in the in the rear region but only, like, so that I can feel the cold a little bit more through my pants, but okay. only mildly. Cold butt, yeah. Yeah. And to this point... It's drafty. Rakai yeah. realises he doesn't have his pack with him, and kind of scratches his head, you know, a bit quizzically. Oh, yeah, you left it in the tavern, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Yeah, so you have, um, you have no, no gear whatsoever, except for your weapon and uh, the clothes that were on your back. Mm. Sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a you problem, yeah. Do you want to try and search around for more gear? There was uh, some stuff that was on the, the goblins and that sort of thing. What's wrong, Brackeye? Look my bag. Oh, what was in it? Stuff. Anything important? Anything more important than killing goblins? I suppose when you put it like that. That's a no. No. <laughs> <laughs> So Gardas looks at you all and says, so you guys do realise that there is like a whole goblin horde that is rushing off with the prisoners, right? I'm just a material guy. Okay. I like things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how, many in, how many in a horde? Oh, I mean, it's not a, a full horde, but it seems like it's about a battalion. I'd say that there's 40, 50 goblins. Well, if That's we're careful, if we're a little bit sneaky, we don't rush straight in, then we can... It does, it does. Sneaky is my middle name. Maybe sne- uh, steal away the... It, sneaky. It is a little bit hard to tell because they've spread out quite a bit and they've gone in different directions through the woods, so... It seems at this point there is about 40 or 50, but who knows how many more could be under it. How, how many? 40 or 50. 40 or 50. 40 or 50. Um... Well, that's a right. joke that no one's ever going to get. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll fill them in on it later. I'll just cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how do you guys want to approach this? Are we running off? Are we trying to do it stealthily? Are we? What time of day is it? Uh, so it is. Dawn is breaking. Dawn is breaking. Yeah, the sun Let's is go. just cresting. We've slept. Uh, yes, you just uh, completed a full a full night's rest. 
that was before the whole tavern burning and all that sort of stuff. Brackeye, you've already used up your two um, rages. rages for the day cool. during those first two combats. So, yes, it's up to you guys. Well, I would suggest approaching this with caution. That's that's my way, but... Uh, Is that your middle name too? I've got lots of middle names. Never, never you mind about my name, Brackeye. When we know each other more, maybe I'll reveal a bit more about that. <clears throat> you're a strange little fellow. I am. But if you're... On, if both of you are coming... Uh, I'm not too worried about going after the goblins. We do have a ranger here to tell us the best way to proceed. What do you guys think? I think we have to save those poor children who've been snatched away from the village. The choice is clear, friends. After the goblins. After the goblins. Uh, are you still feeling not so good, Ariki's song? Wait, just side note. How much bludgeoning da- damage did I actually take? So one. just one. So I'm actually on... I was on six before. I took four off. So yeah, so you'll be on uh, five. Okay. Great. So it's still not great. But still not the best. Yeah. Um, well, then we're fine. All right. Well, then let's go. Uh, so you watch as uh, Gardas leads you into the forest, uh, following the trail of the, the goblins. Gardas is uh, he's keeping low to the ground. Um, so you guys are kind of... You're, you're keeping up at... Uh, Gardas has got his ass on the grass. <laughs> you guys are like... Keeping up, like, a reasonable walking pace because... Oh, by the way, you all have to roll stealth checks, sorry. If you're doing it stealthily. It's oh. my middle name. I should have said that before. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven? Thirteen. Twenty. Twenty. You've got a lot of middle names, little yeah. bad. I tw- Twenty-one. Twenty-one, nice. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so Gardas is um, moving through the forest. He's keeping low to the ground just trying to follow a particular set of tracks. So this one, this uh, set of tracks he sort of describes to you, he can tell that there's drag marks, so it's a bit more apparent that it's one of the groups with the uh, survivors. So he's uh, searching through the ground, looking for signs of broken uh, branches and disturbed dirt. And after after about 20 minutes of uh, you guys just sort of following along behind him, he, he comes across a, a tattered piece of cloth clinging to a tree. Uh, roll Brackeye an intelligence. Four. Four. Okay, yeah, you just see it as a, as a piece of cloth. Oh. It's probably quite, you know, grey light, you know, early morning. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I'll so blow my nose on it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so the the trees loom about you, and you can like it's pr- it's pretty dense forest. Like the trees are large, the air is somewhat kind of oppressive. You know, it feel you kind of feel a little bit claustrophobic, and it's it's if you didn't have Gardas with you, being a ranger, this would. This seems to be a, would have been a lot more difficult of a trek, but he seems to be just like guiding you through all the right paths, like avoiding like the sort of pitfalls. And can can any of us see whether what he's seeing the track? Roll a survival check. Survival on the spot. Uh, 18. 18. 12. 18. You're the odd one out. <laughs> awesome. So. Uh, yeah, Ariki's just sort of following along behind, just kind of a bit more uh, aware of the damage that you had, had taken, a little bit more ashamed of trying to be cool before, but um, failing epically. Whereas you guys, uh, the, the rest of you, as you follow along, 
um, you're listening to Gardas and he's he's pointing out different little sort of indications and signs within the dirt and you guys are, are you can see it all like you you're getting a grasp of what he's trying to do and yeah if you guys would be able to um, follow along quite easily yeah uh, so um, after after making it through um, uh, the uh, Damn it, that's gonna get edited out. Um, <laughs> take this on. I'll let it down. Yeah, take it, bro. Take your time, son. Uh, Send the yeah. stranger in the woods. Take your time! <laughs> <laughs> there is no hurry. Ah, the old woodsman. <laughs> what? <laughs> get off my lawn! That's my lawn! Take your time! Get off the lawn! Take your time! So it's large trees, um, you can kind of see a little bit uh, in the distance, uh, kind of like a ruined um, old tower, and um, so you're uh, moving through the, the trees following this um, path and you're, you continue to track for about another hour, and so you're making pretty good headway. Gardas can sort of gather that you're somewhat close to the goblins. So he can he can he can identify just how fresh these tracks have been made in the in the new dirt, and as you um, it's fresh dung, <laughs> fresh dung, yeah, goblin guano, <laughs> picks it up, tastes it, fresh, yeah, that's that's fresh. They just took a shit. <laughs> I, I really could have just done a, a look over of that. I really yeah. didn't yeah. 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 touch it or uh, to taste it. Why did I taste it? <laughs> What's no, done is done. Uh, Takes another one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you uh, continue uh, travelling through the the woods, picking up all the little different signs and that sort of thing. And so Gardas is about sort of um, you know ten, fifteen feet moving ahead of you, um, keeping low to the ground, and. As uh, he's not quite prone, more crouching. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, crouching target hidden cucumber. The the path kind of um, some of the trees sort of spread open a, a little bit, and there's a somewhat of a, a little bit of a track. And as he's following along, you hear a snapping of a branch, and Gardas looks down at his foot and looks back at you guys. And then is replaced by a red mist. What? Goddess! What the fuck? Does he explode? Is there any more he doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't explode. And he's. Uh, so he's. Is the old hermit still around? Fucking landmines, bro. Not not quite a landmine. Does it go off next to him? No. Okay. So, uh, Braco waves his hand through the red mist where he used well, to be. Well, in fact, uh, roll roll perception checks. Okay. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Nice. Plus three. Twenty-three. Six. Nineteen. Rolling you... strong today. Six. Yeah. Twenty-four. So, and um, what was yours? Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen. 
Um, yeah, so Oriki, you uh, just see him turn into a puff of red mist. Um, I freaked the fuck out. Yeah, awesome. You're just like, what the f- Where the fuck did he go? <laughs> the rest of you, because you were tracking along and you were hanging off every word that he said, you saw as he looked back at you a tree branch swing from behind another tree and then he was just sort of quickly taken off the path. Do you guys want to move up and... Yeah, I want to follow him around the tree. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's, just, it's probably worth looking on the ground to make sure there's no more of whoever he just trod on, right? Oh yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Be careful my shiny friend there. Yeah, oh, we got one stopping me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good I idea. was wrong on that one. Yeah, yeah. alright. I'll so, pay that, buddy. So Whoa. that's an investigation check. Okay, uh, so that's intelligence 20. 20. Yeah, so you kind of move close to the ground and you take every step very carefully. You're trying to see any kind of... Yeah, they're really um, small steps, even for a half. <laughs> yeah. um, half trying half. to see anything <laughs> of out of the ordinary. And you, as you move up, you see the broken branch that he had trotted on. And you can see that it is connected to a piece of rope which had been holding back this tree branch. So and so like... as you move around past the trees, on the other side of this tree you see Gardas and he has been completely impaled by um, large spiked branches that is attached to like a tree branch that's used as an arm. So it's like a, a, a big arm with a whole bunch of spikes on the end of it that is whipped around the, the side of the tree and just completely collected. Here. Well, we are either fighting sneaky goblins or Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> Bruval looks to you and says, same thing. <laughs> um, One makes a good rug, though. Yes. Uh, Snatch uh, does a quick investigation to check whether Gardas is alive. Uh, Suspecting that he's not. Do a medicine check. Medicine. Not one of my four days. <laughs> With a two on the dice, that would be three. He's dead. Uh, so, I think yeah. it's okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you say that and... Um, He's being held aloft just by the spikes that are just protruding yeah. from his back and through his shoulder and his head slumped down. Seriously, I think he's just asleep. Gardas! Gardas! Gardas? Brackeye shakes his head. He's very much dead. Well, that's a bit of bad luck. That is sad, friends. Good, good elf he was, Gardas, as long as I knew him. Rest, rest ye well in Corellan Lorathian's arms. Is it, are his eyes still open, or...? Uh, they're, they're still open, but they are glazed over. Close, close the lids. Yeah. Have they been, like, um, like, are they bulging out of his skull from, like, Pop all of the back pressure? Into his skull yeah, all, all, all of the pressure. Yeah. Exactly, his eyeballs have kind of popped Just with my thumbs, <laughs> just push them back in. They pierce on Sparky bits of tree and it all leaks out of your fingers. <laughs> Still close the eyelids. Yeah, up. Uh, Wipe it on his on his, on his jump up. <laughs> on, his, on his shirt, which I didn't realise before, but is red. He's wearing a red shirt. Oh, oh! oh see what I did there? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. the the 
blood and the fluid from the eyes uh, sort of just kind of mixes in with the, the red Oh, his eyes did explode, okay. <laughs> that wasn't as dignified as I expected. <laughs> hey, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just, you know, just... That's disgusting! He's still alive! Leave him alone! I could have eaten that. No, I'm just joking. Oh. I don't do that. Anymore. Anymore. Around others. I was thinking it. You just said it. No, you said it. Uh, Alright, uh, is there anything else that you guys... Well, should we cut him down, or...? I don't think we should eat him, no. <laughs> I said cut him down, <laughs> not eat him. Oh, alright, oh, sorry. I'm is that two, two, two people now want to eat him? <laughs> but I don't want to eat him. Yeah, well... I, I do not want to eat him. Neither do I. Good. He was, you know, although we've only just met him, he's still a person. Yes. Look, he probably it was deserves... a joke, that's all. Oh. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand joke. your culture. I was a stand-up comic in my own society. <laughs> oh, really? How successful were you? Very. Roll a deception check. Two. Yeah, so... <laughs> it, it was about as convincing as what you said. I'd like to see that performance one day, if you ever have time for us, Brackeye. We do have enough. Gives you time five. five. It's, mostly, it's, it's mostly in, in, in giant, though. Oh, do I speak? Do, no, I don't. Wow. It's all right. <laughs> Bricks are the one to visit, then. That's giant. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Yeah. What does that mean? Fuck off, don't you mean this? <laughs> Right, both standing there, <laughs> looking from side to side. Uh, Alright then, well, uh, I don't know if we have time to bury this guy properly, if we're hot on the trail of these goblins. We should take him down from this, this position. He deserves at least that respect. And, you know, he would want us to... He was a practical elf. He'd want us to carry on and, you know, use his pack and water skin. Brackeye, you don't have one. Oh, how convenient. There you go. Thanks. Yeah, great. So, uh, so you slowly try and pull him off of the um, the spikes, and you lay him on the ground as you rifle through his things. And um... well, we don't rifle; <laughs> I just remove the pack and, and belt, and hand them over to Brackeye. Brackeye keeps trying to remember the punchline of the giant joke. <laughs> can't really think about anything else. And I just want to say a little prayer for him to hell. I'll help where I can, but I don't think a half thing's going to be much good. Um, I'm going to do a little... Oh. I'm going to play a little chord or, or two on my on my little lute. Yeah, go. Yeah. Just to emphasise the prayer. Guide this good spirit helm unto his elven pantheon, where he may rest for the good deeds done. Sleep now, O oh elf! <laughs> uh... Awesome. So yeah, um, Ariki, you um, play a nice little sort of just plucking on a, a few strings on your lute, um, just to accompany the solemn atmosphere of the the prayer as you all lay him down on the ground, and uh, you take his pack and you give it to to Brackai, and you all move on from there. Yeah. Can I see uh, if I can spot the tracks of what he was following, seeing as he was. Showing us what he was looking at, you know, before. Yeah, awesome. Uh, roll a survival check. Uh, 
13. So yeah, so you do pick up the the tracks because you guys have kind of been in the same little area now for you know the the last 15 uh, minutes, just sort of taking him down, putting him to rest, and that sort of thing. Uh, so you search the area a little bit, and you see um, the tracks, and notice that the the drag marks went off in a slightly different direction to where Gardas actually went. He got a little bit distracted and and moved down the wrong path, where it was just a single goblin that went down that ways. Okay. Uh, Snatch is going to do a quick investigation check of the trap itself, just to see if he can recognise it's a goblin, goblinoid making, um, or if it might trigger his... Awesome, roll on investigation check. He knows about that kind of stuff, not very good. Six. Yeah, I mean, it it looks uh, pretty rudimentary. It's just... um, a piece of rope attached to a branch and it was gonna uh, swing around. It's like a trap. It's just a trap, yeah. You don't know if it was made by goblins, if it was maybe a hunter's snare or something yeah. like that. Well, I found a trap over here, guys, but um, the drag marks look like they go off in another direction, so what do you think we should do? Are we completely sure that it wasn't the hermit back there? The what? The we should follow the prisoners, the drag marks. That is our purpose here. First and foremost, is to rescue those poor children. I need my daughter back. Exactly. You look for traps, you go first. Right. And Brackeye, you promised Dale. Was it Dale? Yes. Dale. He was a good man. Yes. Rest, rest in peace. I will find Amelia. Emilio. And Emily, why do you... Yes, yes. Em- Emily's my daughter. Amelia was Dale's. You don't give a fuck about Emily? You're here. In all fairness, <laughs> in all fairness, we never really met her until she was being dragged out the door. Wow, I'm glad I'm with such supporting, supportive. Don't people. worry, friend. Fuck I am here to help you find your daughter Thank and you all of the children. Hell reaches out his protection to them, particularly children. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, awesome. So. So you're following the tracks, that's what you're doing? I'm gonna try, but uh, Brackeye, you're probably used to living in the wilderness, maybe you could be sh- just shortly behind me and make sure I don't go off the beaten track. <laughs> Fine. Please? Pick your Come on, big man. What am I rolling, DM? Are you searching 22. for the tracks, or are you searching for other shit? Tracks. Tracks. You're doing and tracks. Everything. Oh, I'm looking for tracks. Okay. So I'm 22. And so I'm traps with a P. Okay. And so always on the hunt for traps. traps. If you're just looking for traps, it's investigation. For the tracks, you're looking at survival. Yeah, 22. 22? 18. 18 for traps. Yeah, with a P. Awesome. Uh, so Brackeye and uh, Snatch take the lead. Ariki and Alan follow close behind Lynn, not too close after sort of recognising... There's a lot of dangerous shit around, um, but you're still wanting to stay close and uh, power in numbers and that sort of thing. And not go too far off the track that they are leading you down. Yes, Brackeye. Brackeye steps are like awkwardly big for Snatch, and I think I have to keep like bumping into him a little bit, like (laughs) stepping short because I'm like trying to just walk my normal pace. He's shorter. Right. Um, Maybe this would work better if I hop on your shoulder. Scamper up before I even get permission. Uh, Check for traps from up there. Do an acrobatics. I'll assist. I'll assist in that. 
You, you'll allow? Yeah. 18. <laughs> 18, yeah. You'll allow it? Uh, yeah, so you uh, you look up to, to Brackeye saying, oh, well, maybe I can do it from your shoulders. And um, Brackeye gets a little bit mm-hmm. confused, doesn't quite understand what you're sort of saying. You pay careful attention not for my nuts not to rub in the back of his head like the first time that happened in the tavern. Yeah, so so you... Uh, at first, Brackeye's a little bit wary about it, and then he uh, sort of crouches down and low, lowers his arm towards you, and you sort of just hop up onto his arm and scurry up and then just prop yourself sitting on his shoulder like a, you know, like a parrot or something like that on his shoulder. Like a really big parrot. Yeah, like a really big Like a four-foot parrot. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, you're just kind of, like, piggybacking on on, uh, Brackeye's shoulder. Do I need to roll again? Uh, no, 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 that's all good. Uh, So, yeah, so the the five of you, including uh, Bruvel, you set off. And uh, you continue, Brackeye, uh, following the path of these drag marks, and you can you start to after the. Uh, Brackeye didn't understand shoulders. In giant, they're called arm knees. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to segue from that. <laughs> we can just cut it out. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, it's oh, like all my shitty jokes in last time. That's still getting cut out. Can I roll a perception check to see if I get that joke? Brackeye's working on his five. He's giant. So, yeah, so you, after picking up the things that Gardas had sort of said to keep an eye out for, you weren't, like, because you're not the brightest... Tool in the shed. Tool in the shed, yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so you, you, but you understood the the markings and the signs and everything that he pointed out to you, and so you start to pick up, and you can see the drag marks and the breaking of the dirt, and um, you can start to see the twigs on different trees that are broken and snapped. And can you roll a perception check, please, Snatch? Yep. That is a 19. Great. Uh, So you can see there is like a thick layer of leaves on the ground and you can sort of see uh, just a piece of rope that goes from underneath the leaves and off to the right-hand side. That's good. Stop, stop, stop. Everyone, stop. Rekha stops. I think I see another trap just in front of us there. Where? Just let me hang on a second. Snatch climbs down and carefully approaches the uh, what looks to be a trap, and I want to investigate how to disarm it or how to avoid it entirely. Uh, cool. So do an investigation. Check. It's trap with a P. And trap. Triceratops. No. Yes. Investigation. Not so good. Six again. Six. Uh, so you start to move some of the leaves out of the way. You had already noticed the rope from the perch on. Um, Brackeye's shoulder, Um, but as you start trying to investigate it a bit closer just to sort of see how this thing works, Uh can you roll a dexterity check? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Roll a four. Ten. A ten? (laughs) Uh, So, Brackeye and uh, Alan 
Ariki and, and Bruvel are standing a little bit further back because you've told them to stop. And so as you you start, if you start to uh, you know uh, kind of mimic uh, the actions of Gardas and start like getting down low and scur- <laughs> scurrying along the um, the final actions, the, the floor, <laughs> and you start to move the leaves out of the way, and then you put your hand down, and then you feel yourself ripped up into the trees as a rope has just tightened around your wrist and flung you up and now you hang there dangling from your arm a good 20 feet in the air above the party. Rakai has a running jump to try and catch him and pull him down. (laughs) <laughs> and his arm rips out of his stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, in giant, we call them arm shoulders on the. Arm shoulders. Do an athletics check. Oh, it's bad. Is that it's a natural one? It That's is. a natural <laughs> one. So six. Is it, is it, is it, in the pit <laughs> of magma. <laughs> is it another case of ah? You start to pump yourself up and you start charging towards, like, to get a good running start to uh, leap into the air. And as you start to uh, build up speed, you just kind of go ah, and you just start to slow down. <laughs> just go nah, that's just a bit too much, really. Arm knees, arm shoulders. Still can't think of that. Can't figure out what that joke was. <laughs> what can I see from up here? Can I see anything? Uh, roll a perception check. That is a 19. A 19? So, yeah, so you can see, uh, so you look uh, at your wrist, it's um, tied in like a bit of a, a noose that then leads up higher into the tree line and it's wrapped over a tree branch which then leads down back towards oh, the Oh, okay, so I can't see ground. above the tree line or anything. I'm still hanging below it. No, yeah, yeah. The, oh. the trees, they're massive trees that right. fill the canopy, and, you know, so you're still Big up in the air. Is Brackeye so, yeah. standing pretty much below me? Uh, yeah, just about. Brackeye, mm. catch! I'm going to pull out my dagger and just... <laughs> no, you said it was snatch! <laughs> catch the snatch! <laughs> uh, oh. Roll Two damage. Pieces. Damage? Yeah, it's all about damage. For a dagger. Four. Four. Uh, yeah, so you start uh, <laughs> cutting away at the at the rope, um, and you start to see each uh, strand start to fray and then unravel until it gets down to the last singular strand, and then you slice through it, and you start to fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Brackeye, roll. Uh, doing athletics. Okay. Catching, yeah, that's an athletics thing. I like it. Ten. Fifteen. 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 Oh. Uh, nice. So uh, you, uh, after kind of still being a little bit questioning about what that punchline was, you look up to the sky and then you see Snatch start to plummet to the ground and you quickly mark him like a Sharon. Mark him like a Sharon. Yeah, like that's a football overseas listeners. Football. I don't even know. Aussie rules football. <laughs> <laughs> overseas listeners. You, you hold him aloft like Simba in The Lion King. <laughs> Did you catch him? Yeah, you <laughs> Awesome. So, uh, could you please uh, roll another survival check? 11. 11. So... 
You guys have now been trekking through the woods for quite a few hours. It's really starting to get, um, it's like now past midday, you know, starting to get in towards early afternoon. And Brackeye, you've been following along the, the tracks, uh, but now that Gardas isn't here, it's been a lot more difficult to make your way through these woods. You're getting really dragged down. And the kind of little signs that he tried to teach you about how fresh these tracks are is just completely lost on you. You don't know how far ahead they are now, but at least you can tell it seems like the track's starting to run a bit cold. And you continue through the woods and you can start to see ahead that the tree line is thinning out into a bit of a, a clearing. Can you guys roll perception checks? Oh, 20! Natural? Yeah, natural 20, 21, 12, 19. Awesome. So you can see ahead of you little patches of smoke from fire pits uh, that have been put out. And you can see a few little tents and uh, hovels that people had obviously been living in. Brucko. And it's a large area. Brucko, no goddess, but I think we found them. You might be right, Brucko. What say you? Um, me, Alan. Alan. I say we should be careful, friends. There seems to be quite a lot of tents and hovel things. How many can we see? How many tents? And, yeah. And, uh, so you would see like for forty or fifty goblins, dozens of little tents. We should approach with caution. Wait Drop. till the dead of night, then cut their throats in yes. their beds. Shall we uh, find a, a place to rest nearby and then strike in the morning? Or yeah. In the dead of night. At, at, at dawn? I think that might be a good idea, but I was thinking I might go and do a little recon, just stealth up there a little bit now and just see. Very good. I can see any That's my sneaky uh, little friend. Idea. Any uh, outward patrols or any signs of life? Yes. Stealth? I'll have a, I'll have a stealth. Oh, Rack, I will have a look for a good place to potentially put up camp for just a few hours or however long it might be resting for. Strategically and otherwise. Yes. 21. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, you can, uh, you sort of move back further away from the encampment and you sort of start to, you find like a little area where it's uh, hidden in amongst some really large trees and some thick brush, but you can kind of make a little path through and it's just a tiny little 10 foot area, but it's clear grassed floor it seems like it's pretty well hidden I, I gesture to the others awesome as I rolled a natural one but I'm going to use my halfling lucky ability awesome. and roll again <laughs> that's more like glorious. it glorious uh, 23 that self. is a good ability yeah. very good that's what pretty much ability? why I picked the halfling yeah. they're lucky so whenever you roll a one oh. you get to re-roll it every time you roll great. a one mm-hmm. on an attack roll ability check yeah. or skill check is there a limit to how many times you can nope. do it? No, there's fucking oh, Jesus. That's only once shit. per Peter test, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So you're going to do a, a, a short rest or a long rest. Do you rest have to take the second one? Oh, yeah. I guess you yes. can. So if it's another one, then. So oh. Awesome. So, so you uh, you start to um, move towards the camp and you trip over a, a wayward route. Surely and, it's almost trip over, right? And then, and but you completely recover and you go into a little tumble, stealthy, 
silent, and you sneak you pick up. Pick up and brush myself off, look over and make sure nobody saw no, that. No, saw it, yeah. Yes. And you, you move in closer, sticking to the trees and just peeking around. The grass is fairly high, so it's, you know, you're fairly well covered and you just move from tree to tree and from rock to rock and get down low and you can look into the encampment and it's empty. There is no one there. Alright, I'll stay there for a minute just to make sure of that. And then, so no one moving around, it's big enough for me to see that there's no one there. Uh, yeah. I'm going to... I'm gonna go down in there a little bit closer. See yes. if I can hear anything. Sweet. So you start moving down. up towards the the tents. Yeah. And they seem that there's a, a whole bunch of them that have been uh, hastily ripped down, and there's a bunch that are still just standing. All the fires have been put out, and little wisps of smoke uh, trail up from them. But there is. Uh, all right. Uh, can I hear anything? Just to be on the safe side. Safety. Yeah. Sure. Eighteen. Yeah, you hear nothing but okay. the chirps. Of uh, still staying stealthily, I'll head back to the, the group and say, it looks like they've abandoned their post. They've moved on. It seems that way, but it must be recent because the smoke's still uh, coming out from the fires. I will see if I can find out where they went. Roll a survival check. I can't see where they went. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think you can see where they went with a wand? Is up to the DM? You can you can see um, a whole bunch of tracks about, but similarly to when they left the the town of Limborough, you can see that they've kind of started to spread out. There is a large cluster that are moving in one direction, and then there is a smaller group with. It's always a large group following one direction. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real shame. Uh, <laughs> Comedy gold. Yes, that's part of Brackeye's type five. <laughs> and no one was around to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you can you can see uh, a, a much larger group of goblins moving all together in marching order. Sorry. Tracks or creatures? Pun. Tracks or creatures? Tracks. Tracks. Okay. Um, moving in one direction, and then a smaller group of goblins moving more northwards. So the other ones were moving more east, the smaller group is moving more north. What do you see, Brackeye? Big host of goblins moving east, smaller band moving north. Which one seems to have the prisoners, can you tell? Well, I'm going to state the alternative route, usually the mainstream's not really what I'm after. One of those, uh... Path less travelled things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to roll a survival check, Snatch? I'd love to. It's alright actually. Uh, 18. So you can see that the uh, smaller group that is moving further north has signs of drag marks and other signs that the prisoners would be most likely going with them, not with the larger horde. Uh. Hey everyone, it looks like the group heading north has signs of drag marks. I think we should go that way. Oh, should I come out of the clearing? Oh, uh, yes, yeah. it's safe yeah. down here. Oh, hey, right, man. right. Yeah. Where the fuck is a reeky song approval? <laughs> we should follow them. Yes, let's yeah. go. Yeah, uh, definitely right. following I... the prisoners is a is a good idea. Yeah, All right, that sounds like a good idea. Yes, I have to find me, uh, Emily. 
Yes, I thought we might have your. <laughs> I thought we might have and your approval. What was that? I thought we might have your approval. Thank you. Uh, That's part of my type five. Yeah. Do you mind if I use No, not at all. How long have you been holding on to that one? <laughs> About three seconds. I, I've been waiting for you to make a toasted sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> or a range of appliances. <laughs> and a milkshake. Brings all the boys to anyway. Uh, the town breed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to search around Stop anything else uh, um, in the? Yeah, I have a, I have a quick camp. Do an investigation check. Um, yeah, I'll be looking for signs of the children, of course. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Mm. Six. I'll look around in case there are any more javelins or like hand axes or that kind of thing around. Yep. Well, you want to look around? No, yeah. I look. Um, uh, four. Thirteen. You, Alan, you can you sort of uh, have a have a look, and you actually notice that there's another piece of tattered cloth, which looks exactly the same as the one that Brackeye had blown his nose on, and yeah, and that's with the the track marks of the ones that Snatch had pointed out. Snatch, you sort of search around um, in the dirt, and you actually come across a five gold. Uh, just hidden amongst the the dirt around one of the campsites, and you were looking for more javelins and, and uh, little hand weapons. Yeah, so I mean, you find um, some javelins, but they've all been kind of broken and they're not really of any use. You do come across one hand axe that's very rusted and a bit old and shitty. I tuck it into my belt. Cool. Ariki, as you're searching through, you start going through the different tents and that sort of um, mm-hmm. and. Areas around the fast tents, <laughs> future tents. I was waiting for that joke. Intense. <laughs> um, and you, uh, after searching through one of the tents, you actually find a small pouch with fifty gold. Yes. That Just enough for a set of bagpipes or a new drum skin. Right. Let's get on with it. After these children, surely is it? It's only midday, right? No, it's... no, so it's starting to go into about uh, sort of mid-afternoon. Uh, after probably searching around this um, area and that sort of thing, you probably spent another half hour. The the track through the woods has been arduous and it's been it's taken up the majority of the day. Okay. So it's getting left. dark. There's still a little bit of daylight left. Probably another. You, you'd be looking at about five o'clock in the afternoon. I reckon just, could we take like a short rest and, I mean, could we take a wee rest and then move on? Um, yeah, you could take it, so it's been about an extra half an hour sort of around this area. If you wanted to take another half an hour, just taking a short rest, yeah, you can yeah, do that yeah. if you want to. Tracking is better than day. Yeah, should we not follow the tracks while there's still light and then take a rest at night? I think yeah, we push on for another hour or two we until, we, until we lose yeah. the track. We should try to utilise the, the daylight while we've got it. Yeah, several. Let's go. That's me doing your voice. <laughs> Let us move on and save the children. Indeed. I'm doing impersonations as part of my time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, everyone, roll a survival check. And you all die. Five. Fifteen. Four. Twenty. 
20. All right, so once again, Snatch uh, sort of uh, takes the lead and picks up the trail of the prisoners and the goblins and starts leading you through the, the trees. Um, keeping low to the ground, do you want to do any investigations for yeah, traps? Yeah, better do that. As well, keep an eye out for that. Get pretty good with range of stuff, maybe you could be one of my other middle names. You don't you don't actually see any more traps for the next like sort of half an hour. But the tree starts to thin out a little bit and it comes into a, a riverbed. And as you guys crest over the other side of the riverbed, it's like really tall, high grass. And could you all roll perception checks? Sun going down, kind of time. Towards that, yeah. Some might say dusk. Du- yeah, you'd be looking at about six, uh, six o'clock, six six thirty in the evening. Eighteen for me. Yep. Three. Twenty-two with a natural one. Third natural one of the game. I think that's the fourth. You're third, right? Yeah. Oh right, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'm so looking in the other direction. <laughs> Just back from where we came. Yeah, shooting is oh, of you. <laughs> so, sorry, what was uh, the ten. F- ten? I think that's what they call it when a bard takes a piss. Shooting the twenty. Lead. What's your perception check? Uh, twenty-two. Uh, twenty-two. Awesome. So the two of you hear a low growling, and you sort of stop in your tracks, and you turn to Alan, and you didn't quite hear it, but you notice that they have. St- and they're a lot more alert while Ariki's just kind of like walking in the back with the, the playing a little diddly on the loon just like not having any idea of what's happening around you and could you please roll another reflex save? Me? Yes, a uh, dexterity save. Rack, I draw dexterity, his... dexterity save. Dexterity save, 5th edition. Yes. Rack, I draw his greatsword. Racco draws yeah. his great sword. Snatch is going to pull out the crossbow as well and load, start crossbow. loading bolt. Eight. Eight. Awesome. As you are lost in the tuning of your loot from the tall grass, a large black shape leaps forth and tackles you to the ground and starts attacking your uh, shoulder. Starts biting down on arm knees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my arm knees! <laughs> um, and uh, starts tearing at your flesh. You take. Oh, another one point of piercing damage, and at that point, we will call the game. What was, was it? What was it? That we'll find out. find out. Next time on Dice Paper Roll. That was episode four. Episode. Oh, wait, 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 before you press stop. We'd just like to say a really quick thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate us, and leave us a comment on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you have any comments or questions, feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can email info at dicepaperroll.com, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Or you can visit our website at dicepaperroll.com. Music for this episode is done by Emil. Production by Ben. Artwork by Jack. You'll find additional artwork for each episode on our website. And if you like Jack's work, be sure to check out more of it on Instagram at 
JK Crosby Fun. If you'd like to contribute to the podcast and to help us make it better, you can do so through Patreon. So, if you're feeling generous and you have a dollar or two to spare, just head to patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll. song, Prelude and Action, is by Kevin MacLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 3.0.